Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Colorado Avalanche postgame coverage continues now on Denver's official home for Avs hockey. Let's go between the pipes with Alex Ryan Emmy and Mark Springer. Three seconds, two seconds, one second. The Colorado Avalanche have won nine straight games. The longest run currently in the National Hockey League. And their incredible January continues. 14-0-1, the second longest point streak in franchise history. They improve to 31-8-3, 65 points on the season. It wasn't easy. But it still counts. Final score from Chicago. The good old boys, six, and the Blackhawks, four. So far this semester, he has been absent nine times. Nine times? Nine times. Yeah, there's, is there any stopping this team? Well, there might be, but right now there's not. Right now there's certainly not, especially if you're the Chicago Blackhawks. Let's see here. Let me look at this right now. Avs have won the last four against the Blackhawks. I'm, I'm surprised it's only four. Uh, you got to go back to 2019 before the pause when the Blackhawks beat the Avs. Uh, four in a row now for the Avs over Chicago. Uh, they're 3-0 and against them this season welcome to between the pipes i am mark springer alex ryan emmy ironically is in chicago coaching his youth hockey team uh but it's so it'll it'll just be me tonight i got steve nelson here who's setting up the twitch momentarily you can watch this program on twitch.tv slash altitude sr as always you can text me on the champ automotive text line at 30933 coming to you live from the Michelob Ultra Studios and yes a six to four win for the Avs this game was two nothing through two periods the live over under was four and a half not gonna lie I kind of like that under four and a half and I was dead wrong eight goals (laughs) and the third period look like maybe Pavel Francouz was going to 
get his third straight shutout, and two of them would have been against the Blackhawks. But no, eight goals in the third period, including four goals in 93 seconds, was it? As Gabe Landeskog scored his second of the game early in the third on the power play to make it 3 nothing, And then Brandon Hagel, who fought JT Comfer earlier in this game, he scored on a tip on a shot from the point from Connor Murphy. I made it 3-1. And then 20 seconds later, Patrick Kane scored on a little pass into the slot down the left side from Eric Gustafson, the veteran defenseman. I made it 3-2. to two. And then... About 30 seconds after that, Alex Newhook had a goal that actually counted. Great play by Alex Newhook. Great play by Nazem Kadri, too, uh, picking up the primary assist there, coming down the right side. Good job by Naz, too, underrated here, to uh, stay on side. It was similar to uh, several games ago, a few games ago, Nicholas Abe Kubel scored coming out of the penalty box, uh, and he had a breakaway. And it was Logan O'Connor feeding Abe Kubel up ice and Abe Kubel kind of had to slow himself down to re- receive the slow pass. And he did a good job keeping himself on side there. Very similar from Nazem Kadri here and uh, a sauce pass to Newhook who kind of catches that airborne pass from Kadri on the short hop. Like he's a baseball infielder with the soft hands picking the short hop, except he picked it with his blade and beautiful redirection. Alex Newhook is a goal scorer, ladies and gentlemen, his 10th of the season. That made it four to two abs, but that wasn't it. Patrick Kane scored on a couple of consecutive turnovers in the corner from Sam Girard. Not Sam's best moment there as I think he just got a little too, I don't even want to say fancy with it. Uh, just get that puck off your off your blade and get it up the boards and try to get it out of the zone. But Sam tried to make something happen down there with two Blackhawks around him, and he turns it over twice, and puck ends up just bouncing to Patrick Kane uh, th- uh, via Dylan Strom. So Kane gets his second goal of the period. Now it's 4-3. to three. But Nazem Kadri gets the empty net goal with about two minutes to go. So Nas gets an assist and two assists tonight and a goal, his 17th of the season. He's got 41 assists on the season. This game's over, right? It's 5-3 abs. Nope. Then Brandon Hagel gets credit for a goal that really went off of Gabe Landeskog. This is one of these weird pucks bouncing everywhere in front of the net. Pava Francouz is actually being pushed back into his own net while he's laying on his stomach, sprawling, trying to find the puck, but it just trickles right to the left of him. And all of a sudden it's five, four and Blackhawks are right back in this game. But Kale McCarr seals it with as cool of an empty net goal. As you'll see, he goes three fourths, the length of the ice in the air over the top. And, you know, they were saying on the broadcast and I'm watching the highlight of it. And that, that this deflected off a Blackhawks player, maybe so, but I mean, Kale was going airborne. I didn't really see a deflection there. I was, that's one way to score a goal. Go over McCarr. everybody. Kale McCarr 
with the assist from JT Comfer, who scored back in the first period. And that was uh, good for checking from Logan O'Connor and Tyson Jost. Nice pass from Tyson Jost behind the net to find JT Comfer, who uh, put a wrist shot top shelf past Marc-Andre Fleury. So JT Comfort with that goal back in the first, the assist at the end of the game. I mentioned the fight with Brandon Hagel. I believe that was in the first period. And actually, no, early second period on that Hagel and Comfort fight. That's a Gordie Howe hat trick right there for JT Comfort. TJ Comfort. His uh, family was in the building tonight. And yeah, I mentioned uh, on that Alex Newhook goal that actually counted. You know, there was one earlier in the game that was called back for offside. And, you know, that was a slick play as well from Alex Newhook. And when they showed Alex Newhook on the bench on Altitude TV, when the refs ruled that the play was offside and the goal would not count, Alex Newhook, he drops a bomb the only word he says but he's just kind of looking on just like okay I guess it is what it is that was kind of funny to see uh 21st birthday tonight for Alex Newhook he scores his 10th goal of the season and this kid can play this kid can absolutely play he's 21 years old today and the guy is drunk well, hey, he's going to celebrate tonight, right? Right, Steve Nelson? As as he should. He scored two goals, but only one of them counted. He's tied for second among rookies in goals scored now with 10. He's tied with Anton Lundell, who was a the 12th overall pick in the 2020 draft. He's got 10 goals for the Florida Panthers. So you wonder, man... Why is Florida killing it? Well, they got a young stud as well in Lundell. Well, Newhook's got just as many goals as him, 10 overall. Lucas Raymond has 11 for the Red Wings, and Trevor Zegras, who scored uh, just a, a stupid awesome goal the other night in Montreal. He had the great assist on the, uh, on the, on the pass to Sonny Milano behind the net. The Michigan play, is that what they call it? That's where JT Confer went to college, by the way. You hear that a lot when JT Confer is on a national game on ESPN or TNT. They like to point that out. Uh, but yeah, Zegras with 12, but there's new hook with 11 or excuse me with 10. So yeah, I mean, he's, and he's, and he's, he's scoring of late too. He played just under uh, 17 minutes tonight. He had four shots on goal. Did Alex Newhook, and he's got two goals in his last four games now. So yeah, I mean, Alex Newhook, a guy who is a cap friendly contract as he's on his rookie deal. Uh, you know, he's part of the future of this team. And this is why, you know, subsequent off seasons and trade deadlines and everything. It's tough to spend big money because at some point you're going to have to pay new hook. You have to pay Byram, but you like the, the low cap hit that he brings you right now. And we'll see what happens with Kadri next season. But Alex Newhook, I, he could be that second line center of the future right there. So we'll see, we'll see. But, uh, Good game for him on his 21st birthday. Obviously, Comfer with the Gordie Howe hat trick. And Nazem Kadri with a goal and two assists. Uh, those right there, uh, to me, your stars of the game. And then, oh, by the way, Gabe Landeskog scores two goals, two power play goals here tonight. Two power play goals without Nathan McKinnon in the lineup. He'll be out at least three games with a broken nose. We knew he had the broken nose. Assumed he might have a concussion, and he, in, in fact, does. So it'll be at least three games without 
Nathan McKinnon, but the power play is not affected with those two Gabe Landeskog power play goals. Goal scoring overall was not effective or affected. The Avs dropped six tonight. So no Nathan McKinnon, no problem. And now the Avs set another record. The Avs are the best team in NHL history in the month of January. 14 wins in the month of January. That's more than any other team all time. And they actually have one more coming up on Sunday. They can extend that record and make it really difficult to ever tie or break. Uh, Wow, bro. They can get to 15 on Sunday with a win over the Sabres, and that is certainly a winnable game. Not to jinx anything, but if you saw a tweet from Dan Fellman, our coworker and occasional host of In the Paint, he pointed out that the Broncos played two games in the month of January. If the Avalanche win against Buffalo on Sunday, they will have lost fewer games in the month of January than the Denver Broncos did. Hey, Thank you, 17-game NFL season, extending that Broncos season to January so that uh, they can get two losses, which we all enjoyed so much. Uh, and so the Avs... Did we really? <laughs> Vance, you didn't coach that team. Uh, the Avs only with one loss this month, and it was a too-many-men-on-the-ice loss. Think about what this unbeaten streak could be if it wasn't for too many men on the ice and then going back to that loss in Nashville before they had to take the COVID pause because uh, the Avs were without a bunch of COVID dudes. That's, that's the only way the Avs have lost two games to Nashville over the past month and a half. Plus the only two losses are because of COVID positive tests 15 minutes before puck drop. And the Avs actually could have postponed that game if they wanted to, but they, admirably chose to play and a terrible too many men on the ice call. That's it. Those two losses in Nashville. That's it. That's the only way that this team has been beaten. And they win again tonight, six to four in Chicago over the Blackhawks. Mark Springer, Steve Nelson here with you. You can call the show on the quality first service group listener line, 303-504-0925. Again, you can text me 309-33 on the Champ Automotive text line. I'll read some of your texts on the other side. It is Between the Pipes on Altitude Sports Radio. KKSC Parker. KKSC FM HD1 Broomfield. KKSC FM HD2 Broomfield. V269 AE Boulder. We are Altitude Sports Radio. You're listening to Between the Pipes. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5's Colorado Avalanche Postgame Show. Overthrown to Chushkin. Tries to poke it out to center. He does. Forces it back to the red line. Hawks bring it back in. Intercepted by Comfort for Kale McCarr. Bounces it into an open net. Oh, hail, Kale! And it's the second empty netter of the night for the Avalanche. They get a break. And with 12.2 seconds to go in the third period, the Avalanche have put up six. And Kale McCarr has scored in consecutive Games here at United Center in Chicago. Up, almost hitting the center scoreboard and in Kale McCarr, like a field goal. Hits a 60 yarder and it is good. Yeah, even Kale McCarr's empty net goals are awesome. Only Kale is 18th of the season. It sealed the deal for the Avs. They win 6 4 in Chicago. 
here tonight. 18th goal of the season for Kale McCarr. And he also had an assist. Odds to win the Norris Trophy on DraftKings right now. Kale McCarr plus 150. Victor Hedman plus 350. Adam Fox plus 425. Unless Kale McCarr gets hurt, and he has a history of missing, you know, small stretches with upper body injuries. That's why he lost the Norris last year, just because he didn't play in enough games. He almost did, and his points per game number was better than Adam Fox's, if I remember correctly, but uh, Fox played in a few more games, therefore had a few more points, so he got it. Well, Kale right now should win it. He should win it. It's really only one thing that can stop that. I won't even say it again out loud. Um, more from tonight's game, and actually sticking with the odds, I got I had a listener to the program, Adrian. She reached out to me and she said, "Hey, give Nazem Kadri some love tonight, because Nazem Kadri, with his goal and two assists, now has 58 points on the season. That's tied for second." In the NHL with Connor McDavid and Alex Ovechkin. Yes, Nazem Kadri has the same number of points as both McDavid and Ovechkin. He's played in... It's pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty good. He's actually played in six fewer games than Alex Ovechkin. But he has played in one more game than Connor McDavid. He... McDavid and Ovechkin are one point behind Leon Dreisaitl and Jonathan Huberdeau. Huberdeau has played in five more games than Kadri, and Leon and Nazem have played in the same number of games. So through 39 games, Leon Dreisaitl has one more point than Nazem Kadri. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So look, do I think that Nazem Kadri can win the heart? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It, Maybe it, it feels like it's going to be tough just because that, you know, there's some star power there and man, Nazem Kadri, he's, you know, he's a well-known player, but he's never by any means been looked at as a star. You know, Huberdo, you know, has always been more regarded as, you know, more upside star power than Kadri, even though Huberdo really isn't a huge star, but you know, He's, you know, one of the two best players on the Panthers, and everyone knew that coming into the season where Nas was fourth at best, at best, forwards. Because oh, below four, if you include Kale McCarr. So fifth at best. <laughs> and it's funny because if you go on DraftKings, Connor McDavid is the favorite to win the heart at plus 200. Alex Ovechkin plus 330. Dreisaitl plus 700. Huberto plus 800. Austin Matthews plus 1,200. Nathan McKinnon plus 1,500. And I'm looking and I'm like, where is Nas? In fact, there's Miko Rantanen at plus 4,000. I'll keep going. There's Kale McCarr at plus 5,000, which, look, I think you should just, you got to at least just do me the courtesy of just mentioning Kale's name when talking about the heart. All I ask is you just mention his name. That's it. Just mention his name. You can go on if you're a national NHL pundit guy, Go on your spiel about McDavid, Ovechkin, whoever. Just at the very end, just say Kale McCarr, and I'll be happy. Just mention his name. Nas isn't on here. 
Nas is not listed. And it's actually funny. Well, I'll, I'll clarify that in a second, everybody. But it's funny when you go down and you do see some of the guys who are listed. Like, there's some funny dudes on here. Like, Philip Grubauer's on there. Gabe Landisgog's plus 10,000. There's even Jack Eichel's plus 20,000. Hell yeah. He hasn't even played it a game this season. Oh, man. That's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Ryan Nugent Hopkins plus 20,000. That makes me laugh. Tomas Tatar <laughs> plus 20,000. Patrick Who Kane. are you? Patrick Kane's a plus 20,000. But let me clarify. What I think happened is these are just all the players that were listed at the beginning of the season, okay? Because at plus 2,000, now we go back towards the top. You got Kirill Kaprizov, Igor Shosturkin, and the field, parentheses, all other players not listed. And that's at plus 2,000. That's got to be Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri, a.k.a. The field, parentheses, all other players not listed. He should wear that on the back of his jersey. Instead of Kadri, I wanted to read field, parentheses, all other players not listed, close parentheses. That's what I want Nazem Kadri to wear on the back of his sweater. Allah, he hate me. Okay. I think, man, there wasn't there something in sports not too long ago. Maybe it was like a special night. I can't even remember which league, but where they let you. Was it baseball? It was baseball, where you could just put whatever nickname you wanted on your jersey. And there was a huge controversy amongst Yankees fans because normally, you know, at home, you don't have the name on the back of the jersey. You don't sully the pinstripes. But for this one weekend, you could have... Doughboy or whatever yeah, your everyone, nickname was. You're right. Everyone had their nicknames. Yeah. Like Charlie Blackman had Chuck Nasty back there. Or you would have had Radio Machine. Yes. Yeah. Well, again, I want Nassim Kadri to be field, parentheses, all other players not listed, end parentheses. That's Nassim Kadri right there. I'll give him a shot. I'll give him a shot. It didn't feel even as good of a season as he was, as he has been having. I never really considered it. Just because Dreisaitl, McDavid, Ovechkin are up there. Hell, I mean, I gave Nathan McKinnon a, a better chance just because he has the potential to have a huge month. He could have back-to-back -back huge months. It's all it takes to get him right back in this conversation. It just might not be Nate's season for the heart, though. That Taylor Hall cross-check. I mean, Taylor Hall... Look, we'll never know because Nate would have really had to go on a goal-scoring tear, but Taylor Hall, in theory may have cost Nathan McKinnon two heart trophies. Now, how about that? A few years ago when he won the heart with the devils, I think Nathan McKinnon looking back on it did deserve to win that heart. And here this season with a uh, unfortunate hit that was a little late. Um, and going after Nate like that, even so lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Approaching the neutral zone. I don't know, man. I don't know, but no, Nate, no problem. Here tonight is the Avs win. Six to four. Uh, got some texts here. You can text me on the Champ Automotive text line at three zero nine three three. Billy texting in. How about that Gordy Howe Hattie for JT Confer? Yes, scoring in the first period. Great feed. I love the feed from Tyson Jost behind the net. Um, I love Logan O'Connor as well in the four check to get the puck over to Jost, and then I love the finish from. JT Confer and those are three players that all in their own way have upside and are young and we've seen good from all three of them uh, and they're still growing and you know they're probably more mid-level players but either way those are three players that if they if they're playing well that's huge for the abs and all three were great on that play had the assist on the Kale McCarr empty netter and then the fight with Brandon Hagel look they were like they were getting into it back in the defensive zone, like I, if I remember correctly, it was it was more Hagel who was kind of just pestering Comfer because you don't see JT Comfer antagonize much. You don't see him fight really ever. I can't remember the last JT Comfer fight. And sure enough, that Hagel and Comfer fight was kind of what you would have expected. It wasn't much. It wasn't much. JT Comfer's hand speed on the fights and. Brandon Hagel's for that matter as well. They're not great. Not great hand speed throwing punches there, but you're moving around on skates. Your balance is being thrown off a little bit. I get it. I get it. It's a little tough. That's a little tough, especially when you're not used to it. They're not Curtis McDermott out here. If you don't change your face, I'm going to change it for you. Crying out loud. Uh, Kel McCarr wore the A tonight. He was an alternate captain, and I got a text about that uh, suggesting that he took the A from Eric Johnson, but I believe he took it uh, from Nathan McKinnon on an alternate basis, on a temporary basis. I think that's why Kale wore the A tonight. Not, uh, I don't think Eric Johnson lost it. You can bench Eric Johnson after the cross checks. And even then, like looking back on it, I didn't really express it entirely this way after the Bruins win. Like I enjoyed those Eric Johnson cross checks and certainly they were warranted from the respect of having Nathan McKinnon's back. And it was Taylor Hall who he was cross checking. But when I was watching that live, I laughed out loud. And that only happens sometimes when I watch sports. So if I get a laugh out loud moment, I say totally worth it. Those are rare to me. Because <laughs> after two cross checks, like on cross check three, I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, Eric Johnson. That was really funny. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. I guess Jared Bednar has to send a message and say, hey, we're going to bench you for the rest of the period because we want to win these games. But you don't take the A from Eric Johnson. I think that's what an alternate captain should do in January is cross-check the hell out of somebody who just broke your 
best players knows and can custom. I think you should cross check him 30 times. So I'm here for that. All right. Avs win six, four in Chicago. They've won eight in a row. Now, Steve Nelson, nine in a row, nine in a row, nine times, 14 wins in January. Best January team of all time. Too bad. The Stanley cup uh, is determined in June. It's altitude sports radio. Listening to Between the Pipes, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5, Colorado Avalanche postgame show. Face off, one by the Avalanche. Eric Johnson over for Landis Gog. Down ice! Miko Rantanen tipped it just wide. Rantanen back for Kadri. You betcha! The Kadri man can! It's his third point of the night for Nazem Kadri. And it's insurance for the Colorado Avalanche. Nazem Kadri, another three-point night. His 17th goal of the season. And the lead is 5-3, Colorado. There's that Nas goal. Hey, empty netters are all the same. Makes up for, you know, some, some tough breaks, some tough luck saves great saves that go against you it's all the same 17th goal of the season for Nazem Kadri at two assists as well Avs win 6-4 in Chicago's game was 2-0 end of the second period eight goals in the third and even after that Nas empty netter that made it 5-3 uh Brandon Hagel scored with 90 seconds to go to Cut it back to a one-goal deficit for Chicago. Made it 5-4, but Kale McCarr with an empty netter is 18th of the season. Sealed the deal for the Avs. The 303-946 on the text line. That Kale McCarr goal was a pitching wedge. Yes, accurate description. That was, that was a bunker shot. Great touch from Kale McCarr. There, uh, another texture said, McCarr dropping better dimes than Aaron Rodgers. Well, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is pretty good, but... uh, The difference is Kale McCarr takes more shots than Aaron Rodgers does. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Boom! Oh, yeah! (laughs) That was great. That was great. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Don't forget to tip your bartenders. They'll be here all night. <laughs> uh, hey, we'll see. I mean, look, uh, the key with this abs team, right? Like this is kind of because Aaron Rodgers, he ain't, he ain't doing well in the playoffs. Okay. Well, the abs, hey, they, they got to do well in the playoffs this time around. So that's why, you know, this is fun. This is great, right? Nine in a row. Now you have the 17 straight home wins. You're unbeaten in your last 15. Is it 15? Yeah, it would be 15 in a row if it weren't for that pesky little too many men on the ice call. Well, it would be 15 wins in a row. It's 15 unbeaten. That's what I love about hockey is because they lost in overtime. Even if you lose in overtime, you just switch from win streak to unbeaten streak in regulation point streak. There you go. One of those streaks. And, and, and look, man, I, I know that this phrase is dangerous, and I know that this sentiment overall is dangerous. But, man, this year feels different, doesn't it? 
And, and, and I know, look, who, who cares? As you said, it's January. However well you play in January means jack when you get to the playoffs. So I know technically all of this will be all for naught if there's another second round bounce. But, oh, my God, this season feels different. This team just feels like they have so much more juice than teams in years past. Even more juice than we thought was possible. It just feels different this time. I, I, I do agree, Steve Nelson. And, uh, you know, when you put up these types of numbers, you know, individually as a team, uh, your goal scoring numbers, uh, you know, the goaltenders are playing well of late. I know Frankie allows four tonight, but they were all in the third period. Just Can we just chalk that up to a weird third period? Um when you put up that type of those type of numbers across the board, I mean, there certainly is something to be said for that. You know, that typically does translate into overall success. I mean, look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, right? They lost as the one seed to the eight seeded Columbus Blue Jackets a few years ago, and everyone's like, oh man, Tampa's, you know, choking in the playoffs. And, you know, they're they had Got the one seed, had the great regular season, put up a bunch of numbers. Well, if you look at that Blue Jackets team, like I was Panarin's last year on the Blue Jackets. They got Duchesne at the deadline. Like it was actually like they put together this capable, experienced and skilled team that was, you know, able to and on paper, okay, it makes sense that they beat Tampa. But what does Tampa do? They come back and they win a cup, right? So, yeah, the Avs, uh, haven't been able to get to the Western conference finals, but you know, the capitals eventually finally won the cup when the roster is this good and the numbers are this good. Eventually it does appear. It tends to work out, but nothing is given. Absolutely. Nothing is given. No assumptions can be made. So another thing is though, look at how many different combinations the avalanche can win with aside from the Nashville game where they had what seven available players on the entire roster Mm -hmm. or some stupidly low number aside from that one outlier. Anytime you take out some of the key pieces of this team, you can plug anybody in and still find a way to win. Hell, we got Curtis McDermott out here scoring goals. It's pandemonium. Yeah. Yeah. He's chucking mitts. He's lighting the lamp. What can't this team do? Yeah, no, Nathan McKinnon goes down. The other Max scores. Curtis McDermott, who'd have thought? You know, tonight without Nathan McKinnon, they score six goals. Somebody on the text line uh, is the same texter who uh, said McCarr is dropping better dimes than Aaron Rodgers uh, said about damn time Nuke gets a chance on the top line. And yeah, Valerian Nachushkin, you can mix him in on, on the top line with Rantanen and Landeskog. He, you know, will typically play on that second line with, Kadrian Burakovsky, you know, last year he was a third line guy. Valerian Nachushkin can play all over and he did not get a point tonight, but he was very noticeable. He is a train. He's North South. When he's got the puck, you notice him because he goes hard. He goes fast. He's a big boy. You notice number 13 out there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's just a bunch of guys who can step into different roles. I mean, speaking into different roles, I think somebody also texted in earlier uh, about that, First, Gabe Landeskog power play goal, the snipe from Gabe. That's another thing that stood out to me on that play. You know, I I mentioned way back in the first segment, and obviously anyone watched the game will have seen for themselves that Sam Girard with a couple turnovers uh, was a direct result of the second Patrick Kane goal in the third period that made it four to three. 
cut that deficit from 4-2 for Chicago to 4-3 and kept Chicago in that game. But, you know, Sam overall has been playing really well this month. You know, uh, a, a bad moment here and there will happen for anybody. But in the first period, he does a great job. He's on the first power play unit with Kale McCarr, Sam Girard up there. And, you know, he's working that left side where he's so good on that top left side. He can go down low. He can go anywhere on that left side, can Sam Girard. Uh, and it's also Miko Ranton and Gabe Landeskog subtly switching spots in the middle of that play, in that middle of that cycle with Sam and McCarr working at the top and Sam Girard ultimately working that left side. So you got Sam stepping into, you know, that first power play group, guys who can play multiple spots anywhere, the talent's there. Just put them in, and and they'll produce like a Sam Girard. And then you have Miko shifting into the middle, into that position in the middle right in front of Marc-Andre Fleury, right in front of goal where Gabe Landeskog likes to occupy that spot. But Landy rotates out wide to Miko's spot, and it's Landeskog with the the one-time snipe from the right side. I mean, Gabe Landeskog can do it all. He can one-time snipe. From the right side, he's great in front, tipping pucks. He'll fight, and the hair's great. He can do it all. Miko Rantanen, speaking of can do it all, took 21 face-offs tonight. In fact, he had a big face-off win. Uh, I, I, I can't remember. It Was it a goal? It was one, one a big play in this game, and I remember watching the highlight, and I was like, oh, that's Miko Rantanen winning the draw. Miko Rantanen was not a big face-off guy before this season. He didn't take a lot of draws. He won nine, lost 12 tonight. For Miko, that's pretty damn good. If that's what he's being asked to do, that's pretty good to win nine and lose 12, 42.9%. And I'll take that for Miko Rantanen in that spot all day. Versatility all around on this team. Avs win 6-4 in Chicago. Take you around the... The modest NHL scoreboard next. It's Between the Pipes on Altitude Sports Radio. You're listening to Between the Pipes. Altitude Sports Radio 92.5's Colorado Avalanche postgame show. You found someone more exciting the next second you were gone. And you left me there crying, wondering what I did wrong. And you always say I'm never satisfied, but I don't think that's true. All I ever wanted was to be enough for you. All I ever wanted was to be enough for you. Is this uh, what they're playing Maybe in the Blackhawks dressing room tonight, Steve Nelson? That seems to be the mood. I, I just felt like it. we couldn't let this show go by without bumping some Olivia Rodrigo because the last time Raj was out, I believe, in health and safety protocols, we got sad. Between the pipes after dark, spun some Olivia Rodrigo. And I'm sad, man. I Look, miss it's, Raj. It's Friday night, man. Yeah, I miss Raj, too. He's in Chicago commiserating with those Blackhawks fans. Uh, but, yeah, it's Friday night, man. Uh, now, is Olivia, is Steve Nelson educated the hell I did. out of me <laughs> on Olivia Rodrigo, that last show I, we I did. did. And for about a week after that, maybe even two weeks, there was somebody on the Twitch where every single time we went live, they would go, oh, you guys get to play some Olivia Rodrigo today? I caught hell for my lessons, man. <laughs> Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, the Blackhawks have lost four in a row against the Avs, 0-3 this season. 
Uh, it's been a rough season for Chicago. I mean, they're 16, 21, and 7. Uh, you know, I thought they'd be just a touch better than this, a skosh better than this, but uh, it's just been a rough season. And you know what? Quite honestly, you kind of love to see it. So couldn't have happened to a better group of guys. Exactly. Huh? Exactly. Patrick Kane scoring twice tonight in a loss. Okay. I can live with that. I can live with that. I ain't. Speaking of this. Good for you, bud. Okay. Never mind. I'm going to move on. Um, <laughs> NHL scores. Here we go. How about the Pittsburgh Penguins? Huh? How about them? They lost two in a row to a couple teams that they should have beaten. They lost in overtime. Last night, two nights ago, last night, playing on a back-to-back here, last night at home against Seattle, they lost in overtime 2-1 to one to the lowly Kraken. Come back tonight at home, losing a shootout 3-2 to two to the Detroit Red Wings. Lucas Raymond getting the lone shootout goal for Detroit in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh been looking so good before these past two games, and they drop a couple at home to suit to some inferior teams. Uh, Lucas Raymond, by the way, second among NHL rookies in goals scored with 11. Trevor Zegras leads the way for the Ducks with 12. And then Anton Lundell of the Panthers and Alex Newhook of your abs uh, tied for third, each with 10 goals. Newhook scoring his 10th goal of the season. But Lucas Raymond, the really good-looking young forward for the Red Wings, him and Moritz Sider, man, that's that's a good combo. It's going to make the Red Wings dangerous uh, for the for the foreseeable future. You know, that's why the ads are so good. They drafted well and a couple good draft picks from the Red Wings there, and they get the win in Pittsburgh three to two. The New York Rangers had a two nothing lead end of the first period tonight. Barclay Goodrow and Chris Kreider scoring. In fact, let me uh, click on goals here on NHL league leaders, and yeah, Kreider now. Two goals clear of Ovechkin and Dreisaitl, who both have 29. Kreider has 31 goals on the season. He leads the NHL in goals scored. But three unanswered from the Minnesota Wild at Madison Square Garden. And the Wild come back and win 3-2. to two. Frederick Goudreau missed a penalty shot early in the second period, but he ended up scoring the game-winning goal early in the third period. So, man, Minnesota, you know, that's it. They're a sneaky team. They're going to be a tough out in the West. Whoever gets Minnesota, whether it's the Avs or the Knights in the second round, whatever that ends up being, that's a tough out. They're, they're, they're a very capable team. Uh, the Bruins going into Arizona, and they win, but they only win two to one. Charlie McAvoy with your game winner on the power play in the second period and no goals scored in the third. So look, Arizona, you know, they took the Avs to a shootout a couple weeks ago. They'll come to ball arena early next week as the Avs look to beat the Sabres first Sunday night and then the Coyotes to keep that home win streak alive and extend it to what could be 19 straight. And then the Washington Capitals, Went into Dallas and won 5 nothing. Man, Dallas will look really strong for a couple games, and they'll look really bad for a couple games. Real up-and-down team. Uh, and the Caps, 
just dominate in Dallas, 5 nothing. So that's it. That's between the pipes, everybody. Avs win 6-4 here tonight in Chicago. And coming up on Sunday at 6 p.m. Sunday evening, the Avs will host the Buffalo Sabres. They're back at home, back at Ball Arena. Pre-game coverage will be at 5.30. And look, Buffalo, first of all, Buffalo, we'll see who starts in goal for them. They have six or seven goaltenders who are hurt or on the COVID list. Now, I know that they've been without their rookie goaltender, who is third in the NHL in save percentage among rookie goaltenders and fourth in the NHL among rookie goaltenders in goals against UP. Lukanen, actually, I, I kind of like this kid. He might, he might be okay, but he's hurt. He won't play. Uh, we'll see who starts a goal for the Sabers. But look, here's the thing about this Sabers team: they traded Jack Eichel to the Golden Knights, and they got Alex Tuck, who's a real solid player in return. But Tuck was hurt when the Knights traded him to Buffalo. He's healthy now, and he adds more of a veteran experience presence a, a guy who can get you some points and they also picked up a young player Peyton Krebs in that trade who actually looks like he's a pretty promising young player you couple that with you know Rasmus Dahlin like he made the all-star team finally for the Sabres he's the former first overall pick the defenseman Dylan Cousins is a good young player you know Jeff Skinner appears to be on one of those streaks where he's kind of playing well right now he's an up and down player he's playing all right right now in fact let me look this up Peyton Krebs was the 17th overall pick in the 2019 draft you know who was taken right before Peyton Krebs the player was taken right before Peyton Krebs in the 2019 draft Krebs going 17th overall going 16th overall Alex Newhook drafted by the Colorado Avalanche he scored tonight on his 21st birthday almost had two goals one was called back due to offside but justice was served Newhook with a really nice hands goal on a feed from Kadri. Uh, That was one of many scored for the Avs tonight. They win 6-4 in Chicago. We'll talk to you on Sunday on Altitude Sports Radio. With Alex Ryan and Mark Springer on Denver's official home for Avs hockey. Altitude Sports Radio. Sell the horn. 92.5.